Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You're not going to hear this for a minute, the music. It sounds like the beginning of West Wing. It's good music. It does. Well, it's almost like West Wing again. Uh, thanks for joining us for another week of Take Two. We have the illustrious Jim DeBacchus, who is definitely a left-leaning Democrat in the state of Utah, if you've never joined us, and Greg Hughes. Technically, I'm a left-leaning Republican. (laughs) I don't know about Oh, yeah, you did change. And then we have Greg Hughes with us, who tends to lean to the right. Just slightly. slightly. Just right of center. Just right right. of center. It's a very beautiful place. Jim, you ought to try it out over here. (laughs) Okay, as long as you keep your six feet apart, you can take your mask off, Jim. Can I bust you in front of the camera? Absolutely. He doesn't wear this unless the camera's on, so you know. Just I've never seen this unless Facebook Live's running. It's true. It's 100% true. Anyhow, so Greg, you can scooch towards me a little bit more than you're away from Jim. Yeah, I'm getting away from him. No, you're not scooching, Jim. I'm getting in the picture a little more. Okay, it's not about the picture. It's about keeping us healthy. Okay, as long as we can hear you through your mask, that's all that matters. So thanks for being with us. We have a ton to talk about this week. Uh, Politically, there's a lot going on in the great state of Utah. Just when you think 2020 can't do one more thing to throw (laughs) us off our game, we get this massive windstorm that literally has uh, knocked out power to hundreds of thousands of people. And now we have about 39,000 as of tonight when we're recording this that are still without power. So we are thinking of you if you're huddled in your car listening to this podcast, plugged in just to get away from everyone for a few minutes. You know, can, can I say on that, oh, I love Liberty Park. I mean, it's such a beautiful, magnificent place. And, and when you go there on the weekends yeah. to see so many families, it's just spectacular. Thank you, Brigham Young, for locking that piece of real estate up, or guys like Greg would have, you know, all that miserable <laughs> condos there. You don't think they would be better looking paved? Is that what you're trying to say? I don't know. I but it's so hurts your heart to drive by there. Have you gone by there? It is definitely oh, sad. If you haven't my, been downtown, did you lose oh. power? Uh, Jim, you're the only one in this group that's hip enough to live in Salt Lake City. Yeah, I lost power and took my dog and headed to Wendover. <laughs> that was like your choice of where to find power. Well, I was thinking where to go. What you an know, emergency what plan. I, I Jim Debacchus, you're going to Wendover. I called Times you. get tough, get the Wendover with the dog. You know, they they won't give me a visa for Utah County. I can't go down there. You can't go, no, they, I can see why. Down I mean, to Draper, um, and Hughes' neighborhood, the police have my license number. Draper nowadays. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. You guys are crazy. So while we're talking about wind, um, how are we handling the crisis here in Utah? Is it going... Well, are we doing what we should be doing? Greg, you get to go first on this. Yeah, look. Oh, wait, wait, a, which crisis? So, look. You, I'm talking about the wind oh, okay, crisis. Okay, when okay, the wind sorry, is sorry, blowing sorry. at over 100 miles an hour, that's a, I've been told that's a Category 3 hurricane uh, force, a gale force wind. Uh, I saw, I was driving I, on Interstate 15. I saw as I was going north, I'm not kidding, over a dozen tractor-trailer trucks on their sides going both north and south that were on their sides that uh, respective morning. And the trees and the damage... 
here's what's happening. I think this whole country, but our state, we're a little on edge. It's been a very, very tough year. We're confronting a lot. But in the midst of all that, look at how people came out to their streets, to their neighborhoods to help one another, how people have been trying to remove the debris. And this state just rallies. I can't be more proud to live in a state like Utah where the people are so inherently good and they want to help one another and they want to, you know, when we do have this with all that we have going on right now, it would be understandable that people would be saying, look, man, I'm just going to go ahead and get in the fetal position because I don't know what more I have to see, but no. You're seeing uh, Utahns do what they always do, and that is rally for one another. Yeah, it's been awesome. Jim, do you have you seen the same? I'm uh, I'm unprepared to answer that question because I've been in a fetal position in Wendover. Yes, and okay. I, I, see, we I all kind of rallied, and you grabbed and whatever, the dog you know. and ran. You know, that's just perfect. Look, I, I mean, what can we do? These things are happening, and I, my neighborhood in the avenues, they, I'm proud of them, and I'm sure that's true across the state. So it is go? true. While we're talking about people doing good things, I want to remind people today as we're recording this, this is 9-11. It's the 19th anniversary. I don't know what more you can say 19 years after the fact. I don't know if it's just me or this is everyone, but I always feel in a funk on 9-11. I just, you feel the heaviness of it, but I wish we could go back 19 years and feel the sense of unity we had when people had their flags out. They were helping their neighbors. We were one. We were not Republicans. We were not Democrats. We were just humans realizing that life was fragile and that it could be lost so easily. And I wish we could get that back. Wish so badly. Let me, let me, can I, I just want to throw this out since you said that. And in the the day we live in 19 years later with how social media and our ability to say anything we want to anyone we want and have these opinions that are just coming 24 seven, if that were to happen today, uh, could we as a country unite? Uh, Would we have the ability immediately to rally to want? With, with one another. Um, Jim, you told me about that play you saw about the plane that landed and the things that happened in that, you know, was it in Iceland they landed there and that story. Would we react the same way now? I worry that we wouldn't. And it, it, it's it, like maybe we're just so divided that yeah. it would still be I'm a dad. I've got young ones. I, I want to believe that this country, if times like that were to happen again, all the drama, all the talking heads, all the nonsense, all the way we see things so differently politically could we do could we come together the way we did in 9-11 i hope the answer is yes i worry that the answer could be no yeah i think it's no i think the conspiracy theories would would follow a few seconds after the after the first plane and then they would expand tremendously when the second plane went i mean I, i just think we're a different country today we're we're it's it's frightening to anybody wouldn't we has, just immediately, it would be Trump's fault or it would be Pelosi's fault. We would just immediately, wouldn't the narrative immediately just start pointing fingers at the I mean, power let's, structures let's bring it in down, Washington? Let's bring it and down every, from, it's everybody's fault. From 9-11 to something a little more concrete, and that is the country needs money now. That is true. And Pelosi and Trump can't figure out how to how to give yeah. it away. Yeah, we literally you know? have Senate Democrats walking away this week and saying, we know we're in the middle of a pandemic, but why don't you call us up when the election is over with, which is the most frustrating thing to well, me. I, first, I don't think that any, I don't think any Democrats said that. Um, call us yeah, after do. the election. And and remember, the House passed the bill. But not voting is essentially saying, well, call us well, after why, the election. Why, why aren't you t- t- saying that about the house, which two and well, a half so months Jim, ago, I, so what I was, wait, yeah. well, let me just finish. Okay. Two and a half months ago, the house passed a, a supplemental bill, 
And the Republicans refused in the Senate to take that up. So this is quid pro pro quo. I know, but I don't want quid pro quo. I want in the House. But blame both of them is what I'm saying. I do blame both. And I think that this is not the time to be playing games. And there are serious issues at stake because trillions of dollars, it matters where that money goes because that's money and debt that we have to carry. So I think we have to think carefully about it, but I just don't understand how we can't even get a basis, like even a small package. Start with that, and if we have I'll, to I'll after tell you the election, why, yeah, I'll it's tell you just why you, nuts. I'll tell you why you can't, and it's not a good answer, but it's the truth. Nobody wants the other side to see a political win from whatever they agree upon. So the bill in the House had a lot of priorities that were even unrelated to the pandemic, but you could say it was part of the pandemic package that would give Democrats a solid, solid win on the priorities they have. You can say the other side that the, that, that the, the Republicans, Senate the yeah. Senate, has solid, solid wins for the Republicans. And so you have two bodies in a president where nobody in the eve of a presidential election wants to see the other party have a solid win. The saddest thing about that is that the people, the everyday working people of this country are the ones that bear the weight of those decisions and the and the consequences, which are dire. And so it's a, it, it, that's why I asked the question about 9-11. I, I want to believe we're Americans first. And that, that when times get tough, we're going to rally with each other. I just, I'm getting weary over I it I would like to, but even now, um, I had I have two flags on my front porch, and somehow they've been weathered to the point that they have fallen off in the last week. Hopefully that's not, um, I guess, <laughs> foreshadowing of everything. <laughs> uh, but I, I like having those flags out there, but at the same time, there are a lot of people right now that look at the flag is not the flag anymore. It's it's a political prop. Yeah, and I, I, it drives which it me should nuts, not which be. it should not be because I like and on Jim 9/11. thinks that. Let me, Jim let thinks me, that. Let me go to a, a little hope after the speaker just clobbers <laughs> me and, and say, I, I want to believe that if Speaker Hughes were in Washington and Senator DeBacchus was in Washington and we had control, as wrong as Greg is on just about everything... <laughs> We would have been able to sit down, he would have had a Diet Coke, and I would have had something stronger, and we would have said, all right, screw our political people, and mm-hmm. let's you and I come down with something and then announce it and let everybody live with it. Because I, I think we can do that, and we did do that one time when we were in the legislature. Yeah, we did. The homo bill was not going to pass. Okay, how about you I did call not it call it the homo nicer. bill. I never said it that way. I was no, never I'm saying it. I can I say it that way. It was okay. the anti discrimination religious liberty bill. Right. It so it was to protect non discrimination for yep. LGBTQ people. And it wasn't going to pass. And Greg and I sat down, rolled up our sleeves, and came up with a strategy and got it done. It, it takes individuals. This is, why, this is why I think Herbert has been such a failure as governor. It takes individuals who have spine and who have the ability to just say, we're doing that and I'm going to get killed politically for it, but that's what I'm going to do. Well, so. I would think that a lot of people are saying he has a spine right now. There's a lot of people who don't want him to say we need masks anywhere or to mandate them in schools. So I guess it depends on which side you ask how much spine he has. But I think a blanket statement, probably not nice. Well, I think there's 10 years of a spineless Gary Herbert. This isn't one isolated incident. This is a guy who every time an important uh, decision needed to be made with guts, Herbert went the other way. So I, I appreciate you being nice to him. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I, I'll just say this. I, I don't understand the decision trees as they were when Jim and I were on the clock. I think that the broad brush uh, mandates uh, do not uh, protect people as advertised. I think there are better ways to more prescriptively protect people that are not being done, that need to be done, the testing and who we test So and you how wouldn't quickly. make masks mandatory? I would make masks mandatory around anyone that is older than 65 and certainly with people that have... How you old know, are comorbidities. You, I would make sure anyone that's near them, employees, people that work in those facilities, are, are tested every single day, Jim. But we don't do that. We leave people vulnerable on that side while we're mandating these masks in, I think, a broad brush way that's not getting us the results we want. So, again, I think we could solve it. Or we could do a lot better than we're doing. But, uh, you know, Can I I'm ask us how old we are? Oh, okay. please. <laughs> no, I, I could Google it. I'm 66. I'm, I'm 66. Yeah, I'm 50. We I'm 50 years you. old. <laughs> we need to protect you're the old. You're old. You're, do you have I'm any old. other comorbidities? I'm vulnerable. I, every single one do of you them. Smoke? You get down the list. I never smoke before. I'm thinking of picking it up. Yeah. You know, this I think is awful. With the respiratory virus running around, no. I would strongly encourage smoking. All you have smoking. to do is go outside. There's a respiratory virus. We should yeah. all remember that we have self-accountability, um, too, so... If you're drinking more than you should, maybe too many Diet Cokes, cut Red back Bulls. on the sugar. I, gotta, I love Red Bull. Sugar but suppresses the immune system, so do me a favor. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, sugar. So that's why I, I do sugar-free Red Bull. Okay. So I'm healthy. Well, I'm a health should, freak. You should be fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm a health The rest of the chemicals. your heart. Yes. So Okay, so I, I, my battery is going. For those of you that are watching on my uh, um, Facebook channel now, if it goes dead, it wasn't something I said. Go over to Heidi Hatch's Facebook, and yeah. you can pick it up right away. That's right, and we'll post all of this later, too. Um, we skipped over this a minute ago when we were talking about the wind, but I wanted to talk about schools right now and how we're doing so far. Right now, the Salt Lake City School District was supposed to launch the day after Labor Day. Obviously, they were kicked in the tush with some wind, and when you have wind and no electricity and no Wi-Fi, it's hard to do online schooling. Are we at the point where we're like, let's just send these kids to school and get their butts in their seats at desks? Or are we making the right decision, just hold off another week or two, we'll get them online, we're going to be fine? Well, the governor's made his decision, which is uh, dump what Fauci and the real scientists say and pick up what the wacko new presidential guy who is a radiologist and knows nothing about infectious disease says. So gone is the emphasis where the scientists want, which is a lot of testing all over the state. Okay, let's dial this back. Let's Salt Lake City answer that first. Okay. Should Salt Lake City go to school? Should, should they go to school? Should How does every question right go back to, to, I know. to no. Trump? I mean, yeah, everything, all roads lead there with well, you. It's true. God. Uh, so should, no. Online's no. fine. Okay, so just I mean, online is not fine. It's not good. But killing teachers is worse, and that's going to be happening. Kill teachers. It does not. I'm, I'm telling you, you, you got, you not, got supermarket you know, workers that have to be there to, 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 for people to buy groceries or around a lot of adults. These kids are not the ones that are at risk. I'm telling you right now, if you lose year-over-year proficiency or academic growth from our young ones, we cannot afford to lose this generation. I'm Watch telling, and what guess happens what? when teachers Title start one, dying. Title I kids. You promised me no kids Utah teacher's going to die? The, absolutely. I'm, tell, I'm telling you, no, that, that will not be an outlier in statistics whatsoever. If it is, close down your supermarkets. There's people in front of adults every single day in those supermarkets. Close down the hospitals and the nurses. There's people in front of adults in, in much more, I would argue, riskier circumstances than these kids. But here's, the, here's what you're doing with these kids. They do not ha all have internet access. They are not all receiving an education right now. There is, 
there are other issues that happen inside the home that these children, sadly, by statistic, will go to a principal or a teacher and say what's happening. None of these things can happen when these schools stay closed. And here's the one I love the most. These kids that can't go to school, where are they going? To the grandparents' house who are older and who are maybe more at risk statistically because of their age. They're going to have to go there because their parents work. Or... Take them to a daycare so they'll be around just as many adults, but there just won't be education going on in these daycare centers because the schools are closed. These are not reasonable solutions, Jim. The reasonable solution, I go back again and again and again. Stop trying to contort football and, uh, and everything else into what is a pandemic. Stop the virus you can you can stop the virus you can get it under control new york city has it under control we have so many more cases than new york city because they paid the price they but had politicians not. that would face the crowd and say first we, we're going to take care of the pandemic you've got then we open the schools you've got masks in salt lake county capita. you still have the you still have this virus and you still have cases every day you're going to have cases we only said that we couldn't all get this at the same inside no. the same two weeks or four weeks. Flatten the curve. Was Flatten the, the curve. Right? That, that is but the that case was until wrong. you get. That was as wrong uh, as the early information about um, don't wear a mask. That was wrong information. We didn't know what we were doing. So stemming the curve um, is the Swedish way of doing it, and that has turned in. Remember, everybody said Utah. We got to get follow that Swedish model. That's killed more people. It's been a disaster. It's been awful. We need to grow up and say this is a real live pandemic. I mean, Let's but what about Spain? That. Because Spain really, I think, from what I've seen, shut themselves down. And now they've got a second wave. And I think when you look at, it's hard to compare apples to apples in this, but when you're looking at cases per 100,000, Spain is one of the top two countries. And so... Can you really get rid of this? I'm I'm not um, a doctor. I don't know. You, you, but our bodies are made to stay inside as long as you want. And, and the day you come outside, you're going to get it until you have a vaccine you or know, an immunity to it. It's here's what here's what's here's what's where this all falls apart. And then I guess we should go to something else. Or we'll, we can be <laughs> on this true. for years. We should know the flu vaccine hasn't gotten rid of the flu either. I mean, right. it's made it more manageable. It, uh, right. It hasn't gotten rid of it. And oftentimes the flu vaccine's about 20 or 30% so effective. A bunch, of, a bunch of wild kids in Utah County, I don't know what school they would be from at Utah County in Provo, are screaming and in a crowded dance floor. And look at the numbers in Utah County. It's gone up. It's surpassed Salt Lake, even though they have half the population. But it doesn't just isolate those college kids because those college kids go shopping where old people are. These college kids have family. These college kids have professors. So when they go out and expose themselves, la, la, it'll be fine. They're young. They're not going to get it. It's not just about them. It's the next generation that they affect. So you've got to get rid of the virus. If three weeks ago we would have done what... What I said and what I think the best doctor said and like Governor Cuomo said, close Utah Do you down know the seriously. Irony of, uh, you cannot compare anything to New York and Governor Cuomo. They have the highest death rate in this country, bar none. They, they did it the worst way. And then Trump sent that big giant ship to help them and there was no one to even put inside of it. Since it was, then, they've been look at a the disaster. numbers today. Look, this isn't about how many people catch it. It's about how many people need an ICU bed. We talk about this every week. I'm going to tell you that in South Dakota and in they have, if you look at population per square mile, uh, was it Sioux Falls, South Dakota has, I think maybe, I, I can't remember, what was it, 17,000 less people than Salt Lake City? 
But I'm telling you that their density per square mile is no different than Salt Lake City's. They are taking precautions, Jim, that you will find people that are wearing masks. You will see people being smart about it, but they have not mandated any of it. Their governor has decided to let good information drive good decisions. They have not made those. And I got the stats right here that show that their capacity for ICU beds is not overwhelmed. It's not going to be overwhelmed. They're not seeing the health crisis that every every chicken little that says the sky's falling is, is showing. We okay. only care about the capacity of health care of you ICU only beds. Care. That's it. I don't. You're no, going to get that's sick a otherwise. Crazy, crazy uh, no. measure. Okay, so you boys right. are going to have to fight over right. this. What I'd like to talk about is President Trump uh, this week. We're hearing from Bob Woodward, um, a famous journalist, uh, releasing a book, Rage. He's had more than a dozen interviews with the president over the past several months. And uh, he has come out and said the president knew early on that this was more deadly than the flu. Uh, a lot of people are shocked by this. They say this could change the election. I'm personally not shocked by this because I've listened to the president all these months. I've listened to other presidents in other countries, but uh, this could play into the election of what the president knew when he knew it and when he told us things. Uh, Jim, do you think this is going to affect the election or no? Not one bit. No, I, I think agree. I agree it doesn't there. matter. I mean, Woodward, yes. The president's sister, yes. The president's niece, yes. Mad book Dog, deals. you're Matt, talking all book deals there. Mad Dog Mattis, who was the his secretary of defense. You're talking about John Bolton. They all tell these horror stories, and it doesn't affect that those Trump voters at all. It, it's not going to change. They don't Is care. Is this like any election, though? Are there really that many voters that can be swayed? I think we're all entrenched in who we think we're going well, yeah. to vote for. And, and look, Is and there I'm anyone gonna, who's going look, to say, you're right? Here's my answer to that Woodworth story, which I just roll my eyes. And it's 9-11 today. Let's, let's imagine when, when President Bush, President W. Bush, was at the elementary school, and, and I think it was Andrew Carr leaned into his ear and explained that, that America was under attack. Right. Did you see him panic? Did you see him scream? Did you see him jump up and sprint out of the room? Did you see him reflect in his persona in front in that classroom, panic or the America's under attack? Or was he stoic? Was he calm? Was he finishing the event, getting out of there, and then going to work? When this president shut down international travel right away, it was CNN, it was Nancy Pelosi, it was everyone calling him a, a racist, an overreaction, Everything he was doing, he was being attacked. Pelosi had a march in Chinatown to say that all this talk about banning flights from China was an overreaction and born from pure racism. If anyone tells me that he should have acted harsh, done more, uh, shown on his face a degree of panic so that we would know how serious it is, give me a break. This guy was trying to show, and is, saying that we are a strong country, we will handle this the right way. He did not want to see hysteria through the streets of, of our country. And this, even the actions he took as early as he took, he got nothing but criticized by the Democrats for those decisions. Here's one issue I think we should all have, and I know it's become a Trump talking point now, so this I'm not saying this as a Trump talking point, but I am disturbed whether it's Bob Woodward or any journalist who has what they believe is a truth bomb, and instead of releasing it to the public when you have it and you feel like they need it, saving it to sell your book. So if you feel like you have information that would change the course of the pandemic or the country, release it then. You can tell them you've got a book coming later. But I hate it when we save the nugget that we think is going to 
I guess, sell the book or outrage people. I feel like when you have that information. Of course, that's true. It's I mean, probably better you know, to share he, it. And Bolton was the same way, you same, know, yeah. uh, with that stuff. He should have come out with it. It's an interesting issue, isn't it? Eight years Obama is in the White House. This is true. How many of his aides came out? I mean, presumably they like money as much as the Trump people. How many of his eight? Can you give me one? They didn't. Can you give me one? I have the answer for this. It's a real simple answer. Every single person that leaves Trump's White House comes out with the same. You know why? Because this man was being attacked in an unprecedented level before he even took office. They were giving approval ratings before he was even sworn in. This is his own the potential, staff. The potential to it's make like money. Hartley coming after you. No, listen, the potential to make money coming out of that White House, writing a book that goes with the media narrative, was never more lucrative with this president. It was never that lucrative with Obama. Here's the deal. If Obama as president had as many people coming out of those those me, you know, Air Force One discussions inside the White House, inside the Oval Office, the media's narrative would be very simple. There is a national security issue. There are radical conservative Republicans that are moles inside that administration trying to upend this presidency. But and none it's did, did they? Not one there Democrat a, came there out with an expose. There wasn't a oh, media narrative that would financially spike. reward Ooh. you. Oh, sorry. I, I know you're too yelling loud? so sorry. much. We're getting yes. worked up. Sorry. I I know, you guys are totally that, worked we're up. Passionate. Normally, we're not, normally we're passionate. We're not this worked up. Oh, that's not the truth. <laughs> but they, look, Jim, it, it doesn't make you the money. They, I mean, when you have the media on your side like Obama did, if you said oh. something critical about President Obama, you would be the one no. committing treason. If you went on 100%. Fox and you said, if, imagine, you're on Fox and you said, I, I was President Obama's national security advisor or his defense secretary. And do you want all this dirt? I mean, that would be a bestseller like that. Nah, they, I don't they, think they, any Trump of it's people. a great idea. Honestly, I think it's good to give people the truth. But at the same time, I wonder if some of these books are hurting our national security and our standing. So I think there's stories to be told, but I'm sometimes then, shocked by how quickly they tell them and the information they have to put out in them. And I haven't read a lot of these books. And it just, it just, the, the cynicism just keeps breeding. So if we ever do come across something that's truthful that we should be paying attention to, we never it's will ever. because it's a Gatling gun of ridiculous premise Let's talk day about after day, minute by minute. we all agree on right now for a minute. Uh, Utah um, <laughs> actually accomplished something awesome this week, although it turns my stomach that we had to do this. But we finally eliminated the sexual assault or rape kit backlog. Uh, they've tested 11,193 sexual assault kits that have been sitting on shelves. It turns my stomach to think that there were that many victims with their tests not being tested. And at the same time, too, I'm thinking, how many rapes go unreported? And we've got 11,000 that weren't. I mean, we need to stop raping, first of all. <laughs> Second of all. <laughs> I think we're all I'll take that. the pledge. We're all on that. Okay, that's a platform <laughs> issue that, that we can right? all uniformly yes, embrace. But we love I, that one. But it's huge, and I think we're the eighth state to make this happen. So congratulations to the state making this happen. Shout uh, out to Representative yeah. Eric Hutchings, a, yeah. a leader in making sure and that Angela happened. Romero. And Angela yeah. Romero. And, excuse me, yes, and also Angela Romero, the bipartisan effort to make sure that happened. Yeah, but, and, but let's talk about, let's go to the next step. Let's do What is, I mean, why? Why is this still happening? Why is it happening in our universities? Why is it happening everywhere? Why, why is this just too idealistic to imagine that men are just going to figure this out and stop raping? I mean, what? I don't know what the answer to raping is, but if you look back in history, um, there's nothing funny about this. 
it's been around for since the dawn of time. And how right. we get rid of it, I don't know, other than teach your children. Do we, uh, do we think it's happening more often or it's being reported and pe or people are less afraid to report it? I think we hear it. more What's about it. There's I, actually I just don't understand. I don't a book. Know. I'm trying to think of the exact title, The Better Angels of Our Nature. And it actually talks about more of murders but violence and that even though we're seeing more on TV and talking about it, that this might actually be the most peaceful of our times where we've stopped killing each other as much, even though we see it more on TV. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we're progressing as humans, but for some reason, I mean, we've been raping, pillaging, burning down villages, and killing in mass numbers since the dawn of time. So I hope that humans at some point figure this out. I mean, there's passages in the, in, the, in the Old Testament where God says, Okay, you've done a good job. Go ahead and rape and pillage this village as I your reward. That verse. I never read that verse. I, don't know what I did not about. read that verse. What kind of, See, what, what kind of religion what kind of, are you? What kind of Christians are you guys? I'll tell you this. Although in the scriptures, he does like sometimes give people extra um, girlfriends or concubines. Yeah, which that was, I'm that not was a the mosaic. No, no, that, was, that was the mosaic I'm, law. I'm not they had a very that, that was Old Testament. All right, I'll bring the scriptures next week. All right. Hey, but I will tell you this. Let's just be clear on this show, and I think I hope we all agree to this. There are wolves out there. There are people that wake up every single day, deranged. Otherwise, they want to prey on people. They look for the opportunities to prey upon people. This is why we have to be realistic. There is no panacea. There's no perfect place where, you know, defund the police. We Public safety is just going to happen naturally. There are wolves out there, and we have got to make sure that we protect people. Uh, people that are vulnerable and I'm, t I'm i'm not making i'm not saying it's one category or another i'm just saying as you point out heidi through the history of time since recorded human history people there have been wolves there have been people that have attacked and harmed others it's and they true. look to do it they look to do it it's not just accidental they I look agree. to do it I mean, and we have to be grown-ups about this know that that's an environment that we live in and do everything in our power to protect people. Protect each other. Absolutely. Protect each other. Absolutely. And speaking of protecting, um, here in Utah right now, we have firefighters that are headed to the West Coast from Oregon to California to help protect lives there. Um, Ten people dead in California. In Oregon, they're literally calling the firefighters off the lines because they're afraid for their lives at this point and just trying to get people out alive. There's some horrible, horrible stories coming out of there. And I hate to turn what is a natural disaster right now into politics, but unfortunately... I think there's something to be talked about in these f wildfires, hopefully after the fact. I was hoping there would be more of a conversation after the Bryan Head fires here in Utah. But the left always talks about climate change, which the is... The scientists talk about climate change. Well, the scientists no, the do, left. but the left also uses it as a talking point. The right also talks about uh, federal restrictions on logging, while also BLM managers and scientists talk about it. So there's scientists talking about both of these issues, which I think are both issues that we need to be looking at. But we just like to blame, and it's just, it, I don't know that it's helpful, but I hope that at the end of these fire seasons, we can sit down and talk about it. Uh, Greg, can you recognize that heating of the world and climate change could be to play in all these fires? I don't know. I don't know that this planet's climate has ever just stayed the same no matter what. There is climate change, absolutely, and we should pay attention to what that means. Talk to the dinosaurs. Oh, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you right now that there is no science to never taking the dead trees out of forests or deforesting the dead brush that's there. So if lightning strikes or someone has a gender reveal gone wrong, that you have what you have going on in California. Can we just stop there the gender reveals and blowing stuff up? Oh my up? gosh. When did that even become a look, thing? Look, Does it have a penis uh, or no? Just look at the picture. They're, and move off. they're wrong on so many levels, including 
you can't have a gender reveal until the baby can say what gender the baby is. Oh, come on. Yeah, that's science, right? It's There's no extra Y chromosomes is, involved there. It is, it's all, that's all science, right? Gender Jim? is not the genitalia <laughs> you're born with. It's what's in your head. It's true. Oh, there are a gosh. lot of babies that are actually born with both, which is an argument so what for another would you do day, with that? No more but gender Look, reveals. we're not getting into X and Y chromosomes here. I'm not going to go there because you just you just lean, you just just put your full body weight on science. And what you're talking about is what's inside Cut a cake what in the your head. Your own and, home. and now you just can't be that. You can't just jump. Okay, climate change. Let's talk about you. So Greg is not ready to fully say that climate change is an issue do you see how logging no i think it's an not, issue but it's you got to be it's good stewards of the environment. that's the key issue we yeah. if we don't make the changes in the next few years we've whittled away so long we're gonna uh, it's you know, gonna nature's be out in of charge control. Jim, what, not what, man what? not know, man it, nature's in charge yeah. earth you was know. actually created where forest fires actually sort of clean cleanse and their regrowth happens the problem is we've built up against mountains now so we have to live with these fires but would it help Jim, if we did log, and I'm not talking about fresh good wood, but would it help if we went through and removed the old wood and got rid of that? There's so great conservation, clarity? yes. I yeah. mean, there, there, of course, well, there's tell conservation your liberal things. Act- activists who they're, don't want you to touch a single they, dead tree in a forest because they think they're harming look, the I'm forest. a reasonable person. Of course, Sometimes. we need to do you don't play one on the radio. what we can. <laughs> but you still won't admit all the evidence Everything that's there, that this whole thing is man-made, and that the no. climate is, and look, that the planet is in a lot of trouble. Man, so we man just contributes, whistle but away. man is not in charge of, of this planet. This planet is this virus is showing us as volcanic eruptions have wiped out civilizations in the past has shown us. That Mother nature, that Mother nature is in charge. I'm going to tell you this: knowing what a pant, what a virus can do to this country and or this planet in 2020 as quickly. Don't talk to me about a. a the temperature going up a degree in 20 years. I want to live in a world. I want the environment of this planet to tell me how in the world we handle a virus better than we are right now, where it doesn't destroy your economy, your healthcare delivery and your public schools. Uh, it's 2020. That's the environment Focus I'm, and I'm cure worried the, about cure right the now. Virus. So Don't let me ask you a question. Tell me about Greg. my carbon you know footprint right now. Talk to me lot. about how we plan for these viruses that we now know. Because Trump went in office and ripped up the Obama oh, plan please. to deal with, uh, with the pandemic. A, the pandemics have really changed, though, because Trump's you used to fault. have something and it would stay in a country. But we're a, we're a world that travels. It's a very small world now. Yeah. And so, I mean, when you shut it down in one country, the problem is, is once we start flying to other places and we're people who want to explore... Uh, it, it, things will spread in a way that they never used to because we didn't used to fly as much or travel. And if now that we have planes, I, trains, I, yeah, and I automobiles, I just think that's that's the environment I want to be a better steward of. I want to figure out the things that are impacting us right now. You're acting now. like man, like somehow there's something controlling all of this, and it's not. And man doesn't have an influence. Let me ask you: if we didn't have those five refineries in North Salt Lake, <laughs> yeah, if they weren't example. there, would the air be cleaner here? Or with that great, yeah. whatever it is perfect that controls question, everything. I have a perfect answer okay, for that. Wait. Man's decision, the environmentalist man and woman's decision to never cut out a dead tree or the underbrush of the, of the, of the forests in, in California has done more to destroy and harm our air in this state than those refineries so and you those agree man-made that man, those are man, 100%. That our, a lot of our pollution is due to man-made decisions right here in the valley. I, Why yeah. wouldn't that be true with wildfires too? I, I am saying it's because the wild the wildfires are they they were mismanaged and that's a that's a that's a man 
a human-made decision. Do you know what will clean up our air if we all just don't use power? Like, let's let if be, we keep the talking this passionately with the home. door shut, this is going to this is going to heat the planet in this room. I think. <laughs> I know all this hot air. We the are great, good friends in here. If I just there's want one thing that the great that. right in Utah loves more than anything, it is to talk about Utah. It's all <laughs> our land, right? Yeah. We don't want any federal land. We don't want any public land. We want to control everything. State sovereignty is kind of a thing. This is a country where federalism does give control to but, states, yeah, where states in the does. West don't it's have a whole no, constitution. We, sign, we signed a contract with the federal government when we became a state. This is true. And in it, we said we forever, it didn't say for a little while, for 100 years, it said we forever forego any claim on the public land, which was set at that time. Was that smoke and mirrors to look away from polygamy? Because we said we'd stop, but we didn't really want to stop yet. So sometimes you sign papers under duress. Well, it, you, you can like, argue that, but we wives. did sign that. But but let me just finish my thought here. Yeah. So imagine what would happen if all the land here belonged to the state and we get a California fire here, which is likely to come. A, a, a Billion, two billion, three billion dollars. Are you ready to pick up that cost? It is a lot of money. That would be an issue. No, no one. Uh, look, there's there's a reality to the federal land that we have here. Look, the, the federal government hedged its bet when it made, when it granted statehood to the state of Utah instead of a territory. And I think that under its circumstances, Jim, if you were to look at those circumstances and the makeup of a household, you would argue that that was an unfair uh, ultimatum that was put upon the state of the territory of Utah. However, I will say this: there isn't a single plan I've ever heard. That has said that we're going to transfer overnight all federal land into state control. You couldn't do it for the reasons you've you've pointed out. But the federal government does not pay. It's called payment we, in we, lieu of taxes. It implies that instead of a tax, the federal government will pay for that very land to this state. And you know as well as I do that they are. They, it is called pennies in lieu of trillions. That they are not even coming close to paying for the land that they claim is federal land, as they were also contractually obligated to do it's never happened and it is because of that that you find as our state's growing and our population grows we need to be able to grow harry reed let's heal harry reed in nevada would take blm land and put summerlin a suburb outside of las vegas and a heartbeat he could take federal land and make it make it commercial land all, anytime I, all, he I, all i'm How saying is utah blah can't? blah blah utah could not afford to that it would be bankrupt in a year okay let's have one last discussion here because we're right. not going to solve that problem today um Football's not my thing, but ladies in the state of Utah would like the opportunity. Uh, Greg wanted to talk about this, but if you have seen the internet at all in the last 10 years, you've been introduced to Sam Gordon. She was this cute uh, young thing when she was running in touchdowns against all the boys. She has actually gathered, I understand, Greg, hundreds of people who are ready and willing at the high school level to play football in the state should we be having women do that? He's texting people while doing this. He's yeah, multifaceted. No, yeah, no, here's you're, the deal. You're on television now. People can tell. Okay, Facebook Live. Here, there's a court case going on right now. Uh, the, the state of Utah could have solved this issue. There's a, there's a federal, uh, I don't know if it's a, a regulation, a so law. So girls have to sue to play it's football. It's called Title IX. Yeah. Title IX says that the federal government's saying to the, to, the, uh, to the women of our country, when you're young and when you want to, and you're in a school, be it, K through 12 or in college, you will have as many opportunities to play sports as boys do or men do. Okay. It's, 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 it's gotta be, it's gotta fair be equal. Is fair. fair yeah. is fair. So we have a lot of young ladies just like, and by the way, amateur boxing, people probably don't know this, but we have a very strong am female amateur boxing 
presence in the state of Utah. Some of our best boxers that go the highest in the amateur ranks really? are, are female boxers. Interesting. When they did the survey, when the this was a lawsuit because this young girl who when you know when they're all eight, nine, and ten years old, she's running the place. They got yeah. highlight reels. NFL's making a big deal about her because she's a phenomenal player. Yeah, she had a Super Bowl commercial. She this did. Last time she had a, a Super Bowl. She is a pioneer for girls' sports and girls' football. Well, when she got a little older and the guys got a little stronger and bigger, she's not having the same amount of success. But there was a desire. They've done surveys in schools. There are girls that want to play the sport that do play girls football with pads. It's a spring sport, so they can yeah. use the pads that the, that the boys use in their schools in the fall. And it is not fair that they are not able to play this sport. I'm telling you, the attorney for the Utah, uh, at, at, what do they call it, the Activity Association. Do we have to get rid of another sport for girls you know to let says, them play? Or no, how do you make there's, it no, you no because there, there's, 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 there's already a disparity. It's talking about. What is it's already jerks? You know what the attorney for the Activities Association said? Girl, he said this on a record. It's actually public record. Girls that want to play football would have a hard time getting a date. What does that have to do with Because it, it will not, it will not, it, it would hurt their status amongst their peers in school. I would like Can you believe that he said that's that? That's the dumbest thing I've heard. Plus, yeah. every time they have homecoming week and the girls play football, it's usually powder puff and the boys do dance right. team and put on their leggings. Yep. It's always super popular. The guys really love is. seeing the girls there, run and pounce on each other. Look, the there boys are, are there like, are, Shaking their hips. There are a lot Love of girls it. that when they did the survey that they would like to play, and these school districts haven't even done these types of surveys to know what sports to provide for girls. It's like, look, if you provide a sport that no one wants to play or they have a lot of cuts on yeah. that and you still know that you don't have as many opportunities, there should be a better effort to make sure you know you what know sports girls want to play. I don't know, like, let's you have one specific you high school. You might have to have couple high schools. No, you do. To have that competition, yeah. you do. But I think, in fact, they, they've done enough that they know that there is that demand. They just need to let these girls you know have who we ought sport. to get rid of? Not right. girls who want to play football, but the old codgers who've been running this athletic association like it's the 1950s. It's time yeah, for that change. That comment tells you that there, there, there you is go. this old school. Man. Look, just anyway, it's... The, the reason this continues to be a problem in our state, and you don't really know about it unless you're a, a parent and you have a child that is on the that wrong side of this. wants to do it wants to excel. But yeah. here's what happens when you're a parent and your child is on the wrong side of these decisions. Your child grows up, you move on, they stay. Yeah. So they stay, and the concerns, those parents move on. And they know this. They know if they just hang on, whoever's mad for whatever season or whatever school year, they're going to move on, but they stay. And that's that's why this never goes away. This is why the Activity Association, which is the organization that provides sanctioned high school sports, continues to be a problem. It, it, it's because they're just used to having their way, and anybody that doesn't agree with them, their kids get older and they move on and... You know, yeah. it's status quo. All right, rules. let the girls play. If they let want girls to do play it, football. let them play. Absolutely. We've almost solved all the world's problems, and today we did it in 42 minutes, which is longer than usual, so I hope that you've got a long drive ahead of you to finish this up. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for well, watching. Uh, those of you that are on Facebook Live, now you got how long before you can go watch Heidi give the news tonight? Don't That's forget right. that. Uh, you this can is always the number one anchor. She's very kind to keep doing this podcast. Two news at four, five, six, and ten. Seven <laughs> and nine. I've Show me someone recently. that's working harder to... Give you the news. Nobody. There's no one. So we'll watch at 10, right? Yes, you we'll home watch at 10. Yeah. I've yeah. actually started watching Thank more. you. Oh, thanks. And for those of you from my Facebook, <laughs> I left you and you're that Von Heidi's. Thank you. Too. Goodbye. <laughs> okay.